Hello and welcome to Desi Sportscast and we continue in the second part of the interview we conducted with the Dynamo Ultras boys. Um, we carry on from where we left off um, at the end of 2016 season and begin with their thoughts on 2017 and what happened after that season and the, some of the incidents uh, that they shared in terms of uh, how they felt. Um, and they take us up to um, right up to date actually um, so we can see what happened to that supporters group um, after the daily dynamos relocated to Odisha. Um so hopefully you'll enjoy the uh, second part as much as you did the first and as always uh, really appreciate any comments and feedback we get on the podcast it just makes us um, keep on improving and gives us ideas for the future. And as always, if you did like the pod- podcast, uh, please hit the like button. It does make a difference, like I say, every time. So I really appreciate the support. But in the meantime, hopefully you enjoy the podcast. So let's carry on from where we left off. Part one. Enjoy. Um, what happened in the next two seasons and what led to what you want to talk about today in the podcast. Um, what went wrong in 2017-18, Dipesh, in your opinion, in terms of not only the performance of the club, but was that reflected as to why the attendance went down as well? Um, so the thing is that, look, 2017 was enough for at least us, Ultras, to create some bond with the club. So we didn't really care about performance. Mm-hmm. We were we were coming to the stadium even when they were losing. You know, they lost six straight matches yeah. and they didn't win a single match in nine games. Yeah. Right. But we still never missed a match in that season mm-hmm. and even in the 2018-19 season. Um, so we heard about what Rohan had to say in 2017-18 season. He came to us and said that, okay, we are cutting the budget. We don't have enough for marketing and everything. But we will try our best to create something over here. And we said, Manu said that, Manu put his hand on his shoulder and told him that we are always with you. Uh, And just a few days later, we thought that, okay, let's do some community building activities. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we contacted the local politicians uh, for a clean Delhi campaign because that was the matches were in January at that time and uh, you know the pollution of Delhi in January so we tried to do these activities with the club all they had to do was send a player mm-hmm. just a player any player even from the under 18 squad that would have been absolutely fine they just had to send a player everything was organized by us and the politician but they didn't even do that okay that was the first thing and then there came a point when um, Rohan told us to contact a certain guy for anything any problems uh, we faced during the, the matches fan engagement guy. yeah the fan engagement guy we won't take his name but uh, yeah he asked us to contact him 
there was the match against KBFC, Kerala Blasters. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, there were drunk people over there from the away fan fan base. We had a fight with drunk people over there. There were drugs in washroom, broken water, uh, broken those bottles in washroom, and Kerala Blasters fans were allowed to do everything, but security stopped our banners. the home teams banners for i guess absolutely nothing and that fan engagement guy said that he is not the fan engagement guy and we should be contacting someone else so that happened as well back in 2017 yeah the plastic and they won that one didn't they yeah they did and then there was the jamshedpur fc match uh so they took our banners and a day or two days before i guess they took our banners away and said that we will put them in the office in the club office in the stadium you just collect it before the match now uh, before the match those guys locked everything up and left and didn't even pick any phone calls no one absolutely no one picked phone calls and we didn't even have our banners for the match we got them at 50th or 60th minute i guess yeah after we been speaking about that matter for so long and i missed a bit a big chunk of that match because yeah. i was just, 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 just for my clarification and um please yep. don't read anything into this question uh, but yes. was that down to the club or the stadium uh, authorities look um, i have worked in football delhi mm-hmm. now the delhi football association yeah for uh, i started working since january okay okay so at that time the office that football delhi is using right now was under delhi dynamos right okay and uh, the sports authority gives three keys of the office mm-hmm. to the people using the stadium even i had a key back then when i was just an intern i had the key so that because i was conducting an aifd license course back in february so even then they gave me a key for you know entering the office and taking away all the balls and everything to the field there were they give three keys and you can ask for more okay from the sai authorities stadium authorities so that was not down to the stadium at all those guys must have had keys to the room and uh, yeah they didn't do anything about that at all so, which so, was really sad so manu do you we, think back upon the pressure again um, yeah, is that I, manu when you think um, the um, interaction you had with the ownership or the management started to sour was it in 2017 because of what depesha said think, in terms of what was happening yeah, yeah it's uh, that was not the first time our banners were stopped uh, see uh, in delhi uh, for a match there are three types of security we have to get past first is basically uh, the basic security of uh, stadium and which is put on under the regulations of isl rule of conduct mm-hmm. second there is delhi police in the stands Mm-hmm. and third is the security which the club hires for the match all right okay so the thing is 
if you get past the security put on by ISL, it should be a smooth sailing. And if you don't, the club should help you in getting the banners or something in the stands, mm. uh, which you are not uh, permitted to. It's not uh, illegal to say, but. Secondly, uh, the thing is, it was not the first time our banners were stopped. Our banners were stopped for a game in 2016-2 when we were playing against uh, NUFC, North 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 yeah, NEUFC, Northeast, and uh, we had our banners stopped. And the Northeast gathers a huge crowd in Delhi. If 20,000 people are there, around 12,000 are supporting them. Mm-hmm. So. The, uh, we didn't have the banners for that match, and you know we again lashed out, lashed out on the management. Lash, yeah, lashed out on media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, on each and every platform, we just lashed out, and you know the next match was in three days, I guess. So we went down with no banners and uh, at all because it was in the stadium. So, uh, what happened was, when we got to the stand, B, uh, the B36, where uh, we always sit uh, inside banners, there was a guy in a suit uh, with our banners. He uh, was the president. Yeah, so after, after all the lashing out on social media and everything, we went a bit further in that thing lashing out is a down term so after all that he with all the banners came to the b36 apologized to all of us shook our hands and apologized to each and every one of us present there there were around 12 to 13 people at that time because it was two hours before the kickoff and uh, he said this kind of thing will never happen again as long as I am here. So, that was something we needed from the management. That is something to expect from your club to support you, uh, support the fans when uh, they are facing some problems. And I guess in 2017, uh, 17, like you said, uh, the things went sour. Uh, it was basically because of the management being... Uh, you know, uh, I guess uh, it's not their problem too. Uh, they didn't know about the fan culture or football, I guess. People in the mana- work management were not uh, concerned about the fans and the supporters, I guess. That was the main issue. So, there is one thing I forgot to tell you about. Okay, it's two things actually. So, after these incidents, uh, we started going to the stadium before the security got set up okay so what we used to do was we used to take our banners and everything six seven hours before the match uh, inside the four stadium hours, four, hours four hours okay wow. sometimes yeah we used to do that only two to three people used to go with all the banners for four and a half hours before the match inside the stadium we used to sit there for the entire time alone you know because we didn't want to get any you know bef- you know any trouble yeah and before that in the 2017 18 season itself they were playing pre-season matches mm. all right i totally forgot about that 
oh, those wow. guys were <laughs> those guys were playing pre-season matches, and uh, we used to go and support. You know, they didn't have any news about the pre-season matches on social media, but still, we used to find out and go and support. Forty to fifty people used to come at that time. So friendly there matches in Delhi. Yeah, right. uh, in, yeah, the friendly match. So there was this match against Indian Air Force. The uh, Indian Air Force was the Delhi League champion at that time, mm-hmm. 2017 season. So they were playing a friendly with Indian Air Force. Okay, so uh, we went inside. First of all, they stopped us from entering the you know the practice pitch area. Mm. Uh, there were chairs. After we entered, after we entered, like we had a fight before that. We entered. We asked that if we could use those chairs because those were empty chairs. Around twenty, twenty-five chairs were just there, okay, for the use of the management. But no one was using them. So we asked if we could use them. And the security guard, if you understand Hindi, he said that "chupchap khade rao, ye kursiyan tum logon ke liye nahi hai." he just ordered and that was the security set up by the club that was not the stadium security or delhi police or league that was the security that delhi dynamos had hired okay and then those guys force forcefully checked our phones and cameras because they thought that we were recording the match those guys started checking our phones and cameras forcefully they even pushed some people and then we completely left the stadium this happened in the pre season before anything had even started pre season of 2017 we even had a, or 2018 yeah no 2017 okay okay just after rohan sharma took the entire control okay and did you feed this back to uh, the management in terms of the treatment rohan sharma was sitting over there all oh, right okay okay he was sitting over there it was happening in front of him okay So what happened was we were chanting and we had our drums with our, uh, with us. Yeah, hello. Yeah, come. So someone asked him to uh, asked him to do that. He came over and said, "Ki can you be please quiet?" So I don't think uh, people understand the culture or anything about football in Delhi. Uh, let alone the. security guy the management someone from the management asked us to be quiet at that time in the football match so imagine that being happening in england or anywhere in europe even in the sunday league so that was shocking and um, then they started to check their phones he said keep keep uh, away and you know don't cross this line over here some imaginary line that guy made up in his mind He was the head of security, I guess. So we started calling out management. Now, when we called out management for support or help or something like that, what they did was they said, "Give why are you making unnecessary fuss about it?" Uh, I mean, someone you know is snatching the phone out of your hands and taking it. Uh, how would that feel at a football stadium where you went to support on a weekday to support your? team in a pre-season match uh, where uh, you weren't even allowed and uh, when we asked about there was another match against delhi united the club we are managing right now they were playing in pre-season 
against Delhi Dynamos back then. So uh, for that match, uh, we asked Delhi Dynamos on social media how to uh, at what time is the kickoff and how can we know about the match. So what they said was it it's a closed door game and you know uh, no one is allowed. They said ki the date is even changed. Uh, the fixture is being pushed back. So obviously right off the bat we knew something was fishy. So I asked uh, Delhi United on their Facebook page uh, at what time is, <laughs> at what time is the off and uh, can we bring some friends with us to watch the match. So what they said ki yes yes uh, we are having some uh, uh, players are inviting their friends as well. So you guys also can come and join us in uh, that match and the kickoff and the timing that they told us was very very different from what Delhi Dynamo's uh, management told us about the game. That was the that was some kind of tactic to you know keep the fans away from supporting the club. I don't know what was the thinking behind it because it uh, as we went on it was not a closed door match. Delhi United had around forty to fifty people. Uh, at least, just sitting around there on the chairs that was. So they even had food for those people. Yeah, food and yeah. drinks and everything for people. So Somehow, in a closed door match, they had people Somehow and they had food yeah, and yeah, yeah. drinks yeah. And <laughs> for everyone. Just, just playing the devil's advocate, that they might have been invitees that you mentioned, you know, friends and family. No, 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 also, no, no. Yeah, that that was that was that's that, that's the point. They weren't invited to say right uh, like that. Okay. If uh, they were the invitees, we were also the invitees through right. Delhi United, not Delhi Dynamos. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. But all that happened a day before uh, the date Delhi Dynamos told us that the fixture is being held on. Somehow they played a little earlier than expected. <laughs> so th- things started going <laughs> sour in 2017. So how do you start preparing for 2018, um, supporting the same club? That you've um see we we didn't have as much problem uh, like now we're just telling all the issues so it might sound uh, that we've had issues and issues and issues see uh, what's the basic uh, what's the most basic thing about being a fan is no matter what you face no matter even if you're not if your team hasn't won a game in the whole fucking season you don't uh, stop supporting them. No, I've been there with Leicester, so I know that one. Yeah, yeah, obviously, there are ups and downs. I mean, football is not a game of certainty. Uh, So, what uh, these uh, people didn't think was that we'll respond to that uh, problem. Hatred is a very strong word, Mm. but those barriers, as we responded, uh, we uh, in 2018, uh, 2017, we had handmade banners that we made, uh, 18 meters long banners. We uh, we painted them, and uh, people uh, don't get this, but in India there is not uh, this, that's not the culture. Mm-hmm. So where you don't have football club or you don't have fans, you uh, you've got people who are you know working quite hard to support a club that's not at its peak right now and we have seen it fall down from grace 
right? We had two seasons, uh, consecutive seasons in semis. We qualified for the semi-finals, mm. and then the very next season we were in the second half of the table. Mm. The, that was not expected, but uh, what happened was that when the new management took over completely, about yeah, in which in in which they failed miserably. and it wasn't expected to you know offload every single player on that team we didn't think it was going to happen we had some trillion trillion team players like sovik chakravarti who was there with the team from the very first season you know there was draft happening and uh, keen lewis posted his picture in delhi dynamo's shirt just 10 minutes before the draft started and delhi dynamo's did not pick keen lewis even though he was a star man of the last season uh, in the front line he and uh, he came with bhc to delhi and even then he bowed down in front of us because we were always chanting his name over there he will we always even yeah 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 um so i mean obviously from what you're saying you know the 2018 season you feel the management didn't invest in the in the players and that might have been so reflected in the season mm, the dynamos had is that fair look, we understood look we understood that they could not invest in the players okay okay that was not an issue okay because isl does not have relegation that was not an issue our issue was that they were not doing enough mm-hmm. for the community to build a fan base right okay that was the main issue with us Right. Because okay, you say that you don't have enough money for marketing, which is absolutely fine. But there are ways to market the club, even without a lot of money. You know, and we were always there to support them. So we did this community screening of India versus China match in 2018, and our demands were again the same. Just send a single player who was not a national team at that time, and who was in Delhi. just a single player and one football one or two footballs we invited with an ngo logo on yeah with the clubs they had that they had those balls in the merchandise you know those balls with the the club crest on so we asked for one or two of them and a player any player would do as long as he had a contract with delhi dynamos even the under 18 so we just asked them to do that all the expenses of that event were bet uh, were handled by us we looked for the place we did everything it was a very cheap event to be honest didn't cost us much but still the club backed off just 20 25 minutes before the kick off they backed off completely before the kick off see what uh, that that match uh, what that match meant was uh, the national team was playing against china it was a big occasion and obviously when people uh, around india and fan clubs around india were playing uh, placing you know uh, organizing screenings paid screenings and all we were doing something for the community uh, we had a foundation ropio foundation we invited them for the screening uh, and privileged kids were there Uh, they were witnessing their first football game, and we uh, were just a fan club who was organizing the football uh, football sc- uh, screening 
for that game and what we told the guys from that foundation was that someone from the club would be present uh, someone uh, will be doing a quiz and uh, giving away footballs and you know making them the first game that they watch for, uh, will be for the national team and the first game that they watch in the stadium would be for delhi dynamos so we wanted when, to that was always the idea you know so when a club backed out at the very last moment like they uh, called us and said we can't make it to the event because they uh, gave some reasons i don't uh, know because i didn't talk to them so what happened was that they abandoned the event at the last moment so we uh, rushed down and you know bought some footballs got those uh, footballs for the kids and the event went very well it was a very uh, heartwarming experience it was very uh, lovely atmosphere it was a very lovely atmosphere the kids were seeing the first match of football and it's something uh, you know i'd live for to see that smile yeah. on their faces it's priceless uh, it's it's priceless yes mm. it's absolutely priceless so, and that event was happened, not what happened after the event was the guys from that foundation told us ki yeah we brought, uh, we bought the kids to the screening and the screening went very very well but uh, why is in the club supporting you guys and if uh, this was with in with association with Dan, uh, delhi dynamos the football club not the fan club so where is a single representative from delhi dynamos and that the event was not from delhi dynamos side yeah that and if we that event was to, yeah so obviously to, uh, get the kids to the stadium will they uh, then entertain us or something like that would uh, like this would repeat so those even that, uh, even those screening ideas were uh, we were planning them for the away days also mm. like we would hold community screenings because screenings in delhi or something uh, it's too mainstream and it doesn't do well for the community to say the very least yeah yeah um so obviously things started the relations ship started breaking down 2017 2018 it carried on in certain ways i've got to come to the big question now do you understand why they moved to orisha the reasons behind moving to orisha uh, i'll start with you dipesh do you understand the business logic behind it or the logistical look, reason uh, for it look i'll just give i'll just tell you one thing over there yeah if anything if any club in that season uh had the right to move their city mm. that was bengaluru fc all right as simple as that they had a court case going on against them from the karnataka state athletics association mm-hmm. on the use of kantirava stadium yeah and the bangalore football stadium was beyond use mm. okay they could not have used that stadium and still just a week or 14 days before uh, the final registration of venue they got the kantirava stadium right even then even in those conditions they did not move out all right and rohan sharma in delhi had every single one of us supporting him 
people are here people came to the stadium just a night before their board exams okay class 12th exams people here came after missing their end semesters in college and this guy says that we did not have enough support from the fans right on our face he said these things on our face he could have just asked very simply to us okay just help us with the marketing a bit we would have done that we would have taken all the expenses on us even now we are doing it mm, yeah for delhi united mm-hmm. he could have just asked us to help all right and as far as look i listened to the podcast mm. he said that odisha has a center mm. okay delhi dynamos was a team for 5 years right they got killed in 5 years mm. rohan sharma had been in delhi for 3 years now uh, which big europe he said that european clubs have centers they do where yeah. there is their training facilities and everything yeah did liverpool in the first 3 years get their training facility or did it take around 15 20 years Um, which big european club gets its facilities i think done a, in 3 years no it, to be fair th- that's a little bit unfair comparison because football even 30 years ago 20 years ago is very different to now in terms of financial import and what is expected so you can only judge i'm not saying a club should have everything in place in the first year of being established no that's not possible unless you are owned by the saudis or one of the arab nations and uh, even then man city has taken them 2 3 years to build up the academy um but uh, i think there would be some sort of financial outlay if you couldn't logistically bring everything together in a you know s- sort of a center the biggest clubs biggest clubs in india don't have a center mm-hmm. all right mohan bagan doesn't have an academy attached to the stadium Bengaluru FC's residential academy is outside Bangalore. Mm-hmm. Mumbai City is also planning an academy outside Mumbai with the city group. Yeah. Then th- th- I don't understand. Look, that is that is something that you have to expect in a big metropolitan city that you will not get enough space in one place. Mm-hmm. All right. And he look that is something that you have to work around. Mm. Okay. You don't buy a club in a metropolitan city if you want to have a center, or you just straight away go to a tier two city. That is not an issue with us. All right. He just came and he wanted to set up an entire area, which is not bad, but could have waited for some time. All right. I see that not a lot of people talk about J League in India as an example. I don't know why they don't talk about J League because it started 27 years ago. They just completed their 27th year. Yeah, they were the first ago, Asian professional league. Yeah. No, they were not the first, but um, they started in 1993. Who was the first? Okay. Uh, Korea. 1983. The K League. K League. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they started in 1993, and uh, they had everything like ISL. they didn't have relegation for the first some years and uh, they had this marquee rule that players have to the clubs have to bring marquees the clubs were fairly new and after the third or fourth season the clubs were on a verge of shutting down okay it is so similar to isl and yet 
not a single club in J League right now has shut down or is in loss. Why can't you learn from them? And why do you look at those hundred and thirty year old European clubs? That is yeah, the first question we need to look. We are not. We are not like them. All right. Let us just. Let us just accept the fact. I think you've, you've got to understand. We have also. to work our way. Look, in Europe, the first sport is football, right? In Japan, the first sport is not football. It is so similar to India. Baseball is number one. In India, cricket is number one. J League had this exact ISL situation after five years, but they survived. Why is no one looking at that? Why is everyone so fixated on copying? the english premier league no but when you, would it be fair to say when the j league started there had a lot of corporates big corporates start up the clubs in their own cities and that's why they didn't move no that's not that's not the thing look um i'll tell you about a club okay i'll tell you about two clubs so the current j league champion yokohama had was not a single club there were two clubs all right out of yokohama and because of financial reasons they had to merge right so the other club which died had a fan base they started their own club from the lowest japanese level and they came out came out at the top there are so many examples of fan run clubs in japan as well it is not because the biggest clubs are owned by rakuten or mitsubishi everyone thinks that all the j league clubs are owned by big corporates shimizu s pulse is owned by a local businessman it is not owned by a single corporate no it what, is owned what by my point a was group that, of um, if local a, a multi billionaire in delhi owned delhi dynamos it'd be different you know it, they weren't the owners weren't city based do you know what i mean unlike other clubs uh, especially like uh, the uh, the couple that you mentioned in the j league they were actually owned by people in that city who had multiple businesses or huge businesses in their cities but the thing is that okay so there is something i forgot to tell like almost about fan um, clubs yeah about those clubs because we've got two examples here um wimbledon um they were moved to yeah. milton keynes and the supporters set up yes. their own club yes. and now they're in the football league um yes fc uh, your club uh, manu um obviously when the issue started FC with the owners, united of manchester yeah they're yeah. in the pyramid now yeah. trying to work their way up into the league so it does happen even in strong footballing traditional leagues that you know yeah even but but how much did fa how much was fa against the move of wimbledon you know it if you remember that AIFF was in complete support of Delhi Dynamo's moving to Odisha because they'd get another political connect to make ISL bigger. That is the whole point. No one tried to help us. We were all alone at that time. Rohan Sharma never looked at Delhi as a profitable place. Hmm. Hmm. Look, those are the problems that you have to think about. See, right? see, uh, the thing is, the thing is, uh, listen, the thing is, uh, the move that he made. from delhi to odisha is a brilliant brilliant business move if you ask me but so if you want to be in football and you do that obviously you're a, a villain suddenly you are a villain 
whether you accept it whether you like it or not uh see uh, right now uh, what uh, we are talking about is probably something like that uh, like justifying the move and you know snatching a club away from the fans what you should never do in football is take away someone's club right uh so at least when you've not created it from the very first day and you've not been there from the very first day we were here before rohan sharma we were here before even prashant agarwal we supported them from the stands from the stadium rohan sharma when he first met us in the stands admitted that he hasn't watched a game of football like this like coming uh two or three hours before the match and you know starting something off like this and he said it's a brilliant feeling and hope we can continue and build on that and yeah the at that time i said ki we are with you we will go through it all and we guys will always stand by you and after that what he did and literally he killed the club killed fucking positivity of football the only positive thing about daily football to be very honest away from us and uh, he now justifies it by saying we didn't have fans we didn't have support we didn't have any single thing about it so uh, you're in europe you're in england the home of football to be very honest and you uh, uh basically you or any other european uh, guy who follows football uh, by heart to be very honest won't uh, understand our situation what we were facing because in india everything is different every single thing is different so in the subways of uh, say uk you have teams putting up their the least advertisements or posters on the walls about the team or uh, the fixtures or the cali- uh, calendar of the season or something like that uh, when delhi was playing in isl the nearest metro station was a janpura metro station it was 300 meters away from the entrance gate of jln stadium so when the season is at its peak home games are coming uh, on and you get off the nearest metro station what do you see related to football absolutely nothing that there is was absolutely nothing there you is have a food nothing. festival Not going on in jln you have yeah. a food festival going on in jln on the match day and food festival has more people than the match Yeah, I mean, people in the festival don't even know about the match is being going on behind them in the stadium, and uh, the team has done for to you know advertise advertise the matches or even making people aware that there is a team called Delhi Dynamos in their city in the stadium playing a game of ISL. They haven't done that. Yep. Even now, if you go to JLN, you will find. uh posters of 2016 delhi dynamos team they haven't even changed that can i just put um three points from what you both of you have just said and either of you can answer this um first one is you know the marketing Did, i mean the isl markets itself on tv everywhere so much that do you think a club needed 
even more marketing because the marketing was there. People in Delhi, uh, to be fair, um, would have known you've got a J, uh, ISL club. That's my first point. The second one was look, uh, the, yeah. um, about, you know, people like me in the UK wouldn't understand. And I, I, I'm honest uh, in saying that, yeah, we wouldn't because we don't have franchise-based teams where if you look at where franchise based is started from in america those those clubs that are 50 60 70 years old get moved and the fans don't have a say because the business isn't working so the owners move even huge uh, cities like um, new york lost huge baseball teams to the west coast because the business model worked there so it's even happening now you've got teams moving from la of all places to vegas so this is something as a franchise. Yeah, I wouldn't understand because we don't have that concept here uh, in European football. But it's something that it happens in franchise-based sports elsewhere. So the first thing. So uh, uh, thing is uh, the franchise-based yes. clubs. Uh, if you uh, have franchise-based clubs, you just have the right to move it to place to place, like. If you do not like the weather here, you move the team to some place off, then you've got people supporting if you have that right to do that. And if you think that's justifiable enough. So, uh, why do have fans? Uh, why do you need fans or support? Like, if you're so self-sufficient that you can do everything by yourself right no, no, here, no, that's right not possible. Now. Without and, fans, uh, it's yeah. not possible. Uh, I mean, have closer games. Uh, don't put money into the stadium maintenance or something have closed road depend games completely, yeah, just, just depend yeah. completely on the TV money if that's how you want it if you want yeah. to move uh, a team from one city to another and, uh, then uh, the just football, if it came from America this guy also came from America if that's the mentality they call football soccer so I guess uh, that sums it up really that that's the uh, kind of uh, knowledge that they have for football that's the kind of love they have for football I'm not blaming the American fans football fans they have done uh, they've jumped up Seattle Sounders is Seattle Sounders is such a huge thing in Seattle look if this is a very simple thing Miami, Miami moved people uh, all out on the streets you know shouting and protesting against that move so owners can think like yeah the business is not working let's go somewhere off Look, you as i cannot said before, have in football you cannot have this 50 50 thing all right you cannot be a half franchise and a half football club that does not work yeah. if you want yeah, the franchise thing you can just have all the matches in a single venue closed door and just depend on the tv revenue that saves up a lot of money and you don't have to worry about moving at all. Yeah, you just change the name I'm, and no one just gives about it. No, I don't and think I've said it many times before. If uh, you look at uh, look at this move from a business perspective, it's a brilliant move. It saves you a lot of money when someone else is paying off your expenses right now. And someone like the chief minister of Odisha, uh, who is ardently you know passionate about making his city the super city and sports capital of India to be very honest he's doing tremendous work Brilliant over there job. Yeah. no doubt about that yeah, no doubt about that but have someone approach the local government or local MLAs or local uh, MPs from Delhi to get uh, the club 
to get their support for the club no they haven't we went to the mls and we went to the Del- even the delhi soccer association which is absolutely in shambles even they said that these delhi guys bound to fail they were bound to fail because they didn't even connect to the state association for once shaji prabhakaran the president of football delhi in front of us says that delhi dynamos was bound to fail it was a failed project from the very first day in front of us from the very first day and not just him a lot of local clubs who have absolutely nothing said the same you know, so look when you have a history where you have club, clubs yeah so manu just yeah if you want to run a football club like a business that's okay that's all right then don't go on blaming the fans that you, you didn't have support and you didn't have anything when you have invested absolutely zero to the contribution of building football fan culture or even building the culture that the people will come into the stadium to watch your team people don't know about your team because you don't have exposure you don't advertise your team you haven't done anything to promote your team we and were the there first point the that team. you made and the first point that you made isl has a lot of marketing mm. it has on team all right for a football club even you know i hope you know that for a football club to connect to the community yeah you have to do some groundwork you you have to do some groundwork delhi dynamos did not do any groundwork at all yeah i mean we've um, not giving you a comparison of um, my club here in leicester and they did not the they pre- did not do anything at all the least mm-hmm. they could have done was you know do some at least help us okay. all right we would have done 10 community events in a year mm-hmm. 10 to 12 mm-hmm. they would have probably seen some difference can i ask you um, just don't go to you just don't go to an mla or a part or the government in delhi or in anywhere else in india and say that okay just give us the stadium for free you don't do that you cannot do that you were lucky with odisha because that guy wants to have everything in odisha related to sports you cannot do that in delhi you have to build a relationship with the government first and that is how you build the relationship you do some community events with those people first one or two years and then you ask for things you just don't go straight away and ask them okay we will pay you this much you just give us the stadium for these many years you cannot do that anywhere else that is not how politics works and you have to connect to the community you know you have to do that you know the people of delhi are too proud to come down and support your local club from the european team yeah we have to go to them you have to go to them they will not listen to a fan club but they might listen to a club you have to go to the kids who haven't experienced football yet can i can that I is just, how you build a club can i just ask uh, while you're going through this yeah. um, what was the reaction from the other supporters group in the isl or even the i league to what you were going through uh, so the chennai chennai fc fans um some of the best people we have met in isl 
won't lie about that. Some of our best friends in ISL are from Chennai. Rohan Sharma asks why Chennai hates me. <laughs> I guess that is probably the reason why they hate you. They were really good friends of ours, and they saw how we did things. The Northeast people, the Northeast United Fan Club Highlander Brigade, was also really supportive of us. You know, uh, Red Miners of Jamshedpur. Even though we didn't talk a lot, but they supported us. You know? Even though they were new to football scene in India, e- yeah. they said, "What is going on?" I mean, they uh, they posted a brilliant, brilliant thing on Facebook. Uh, when I'll find it, I'll send it to you. They said we took inspiration from you guys. You know, wearing masks and getting behind the banners. We took inspiration from you guys, and now this is happening to you. So. That was the kind of reaction. Obviously, some of them took digs at us. The West Coast Blues took a dig at us when we signed the players, Isco Hernandez. They said, "All the best uh, in your uh, new home, Odisha." Even though the even though the announcement wasn't official enough, that's a that's good for the banter. If you're not about to lose that club, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you um, guys. Um, you're right. I don't understand what you're going through or went through last year because I can't imagine my club Leicester City moving. But I know, growing up, every you know, I it wouldn't happen in Leicester. We might get really bad owners like you know Sunderland. There's plenty of examples in British football where Newcastle at the moment. Yes. Uh, but I know my club's not going to move. It's going to be here. Um, so I can't understand what you guys went through. I can imagine, but that's not the same as going through it. So I appreciate that, and um, uh, you know, it's 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 well. I can only say it must be very tough and what have you to lose the passion that you have. And I sort of feel it now because we haven't got any football, so I can't go and support my club or anything. So I understand that, and I said I think I said it at the time because in the podcast that um, you know I'm just trying to picture if Leicester City move to i don't know somewhere else and it would be it wouldn't happen i know but you know i'm just i was trying to pick you know trying to imagine what it's like for you guys and it's very very hard but you know end of the day um the, the people in orisha are the winners you guys in, with the greatest greatest respect are the losers and you know it's really unfortunate and i really feel for you and uh, that's why i've been trying to get you losers, uh, winners and losers are uh judged by what they have been through yeah. uh, if that's the point no that's not the point they have to go, uh, get a match first and the thing is uh we built something here yeah. we've no. built something for the five, past 5 years and yeah. uh, i'm uh, see i never took them as a competition because they were very new to the scene mm. i always uh, from even our twitter handles we just you know uh said if you need any help regarding anything about anything from painting banners to making chants we're here for you at the end of the day it's our team in the change kits mm-hmm. right so we supported them uh, it was not like we nice. against odisha us against odisha nice because that we even have some odia people in our group you know? Big of you guys. Yeah. Um, respect to you. Yeah, no, that's not. Uh, no, that's not big. Uh, that's basically uh, human decency. No, but that's basically respect, uh, respect to you guys decency. for so, yeah. behaving. Yeah. Like so what they did was the taking a dig at us by saying the grass is greener here. 
they paint uh, they made a, a printed a banner mm-hmm. and i mean uh, after what we said to them that we are uh, happy to help even though we lost we had a massive loss uh, tells you a lot about their mentality about uh, something that was just laid out in front of them like it was uh, laid out in front of us 5 years ago originally what was delhi dynamo is now odisha fc it's mm-hmm. not even original odisha uh, odia uh, it's not even affiliated to odia football association it's yeah, still they are not affiliated to they are not affiliated to odisha football association oh any just for my still a club of delhi just for my um, education are uh, do, do, do the other isl isl clubs affiliate to the state associations yep everyone is they, right, okay. right, okay, they have to that. be all right okay they have to be and currently to be very honest if you look on the paper there's still a club of delhi mm. okay <laughs> that, that's good that <laughs> i i wish i could there give you the id and password to check that but <laughs> you know <laughs> no let's let, let's let's listen um how can i say this you know nobody would wish what you went through but you did and you survived and you've got stronger like you said right at the start of the podcast and now um i don't know how but you you can tell me and um, is how do you become oh well not owners but managers of D- delhi fc delhi united fc delhi sorry united, take your How does that how did that come about? Uh so what happened was that the president of football Delhi uh one day tweeted out that okay we are ready to give some clubs to the fans if fans or anyone who wants to manage them they won't have to pay part anything ownership. part ownership is what he said but that is a story for another time so uh he said all that and we immediately went to him and told us and told him that okay we want to manage a club right we had the team ready we had everything ready oh. and uh, you support we had everything look but that is what you do right you oh, have right. to create some connections okay <laughs> in the community to do all these things right so we had within uh, 48 hours after the opportunity yeah. we built wow. a team we got the manager we've got uh, the whole blueprint about how to go on with the season and to be very honest the deadlines about of uh, the transfer signings uh, were changed very very uh, you know it was flexible from 10th of february the first deadline was of uh, 10th february and then it got extended to 25th of february so we had our players everyone registered by 14th february wow. all right other clubs took time some even didn't register on the on their match day they didn't register their players on the match day and that tells you yeah, about the professionalism so i've got two questions <laughs> for you uh one is um i um uh, is your graphic designer does he support liverpool because that badge looks very uh, like the liverpool badge <laughs> uh, he, to, uh, the club crest was not made by us uh, the club is quite old Uh, right. and fair play yeah and lucky enough to you know manage it it's for the beautiful. season it's yeah the, the club place is beautiful uh, it uh, has india gate in it so that's the heritage point of view like delhi dynamo's had red fort that's uh, where they took it from to have a 
you know uh, monument or a place of heritage in the club crest uh, that connects you to the city who's united soccer private limited are they the owners or yeah. that's you guys no they're the owners of the right united private soccer okay yeah they are the owners so what are your plans for delhi united is it a question of trying to you know what i s- said about wimbledon and fc united or manchester is it something so ambitious like that mm, for now we we'll just look to increase our memberships you know we are trying to get out some memberships some membership plans we are trying to we will try to increase the number slowly we will try to connect to the community because we have some of the best players in delhi right now mm-hmm. uh, so do you know about the santosh trophy yeah absolutely yeah so uh, the thing is that most of our players play in the santosh trophy for different states almost wow. all of them do okay right so when we lost our first game um almost everyone in the association was very surprised because most of our players were from the santosh trophy teams and uh, you know they were really surprised some even questioned me in the office that how do you lose a game leading to one till 84th minute and then you lose 3-2 in the 90th minute yeah, we questioned all that we within 8 minutes we somehow conceded three goals so that was our very first experience at managing a club and we didn't expect that okay so and uh, in the very next match we had a red card in the fourth minute we were 2-0 down by 20th and then we came 3-2 up that was our second match so was so this your first year this season i know it's could tell but was this your first season or last year was yeah. your first season no this, this year wow to to get and organized to such a standard and level so quickly and other teams had foreigners in their squad you know we didn't have a single foreigner all of our players are delhi boys most of them are delhi boys local boys and uh, we we will try to build upon that we will try to have as many local players as possible in the team mm. Yeah, and our, the whole squad's average age is about 21. But on top of 21 that, you've got different 20. age groups as well. Yeah. Incredible. So all this was done in around 48 hours. You know, the planning. That the planning and everything. Incredible. The implementation took incredible effort. Yeah, yeah. And uh, sometimes to look back at it... Uh, to be very honest i don't think i'm able enough uh, i was able to do that much in that short time and we everyone engaged in the food, uh, this club being created from the uh, scratch starting from the scratch i think everyone put in humongous effort to make this possible and to achieve this dream of running a football game we lost our first game but that was the first game of the club that we created i think we won the match at the first starting whistle that was the biggest win of my life that is the biggest win of my life till now to be very honest and you know getting a club onto the pitch that was created by us 
Look, that you is an incredible task. <laughs> that is really difficult. Getting look, selecting players is a different thing, and <laughs> registering them and getting them on the field is a very different thing. So very difficult to do. What you're doing is most people's dreams of becoming, you know, from fans to having a manager yeah, role in, in your club. How does that feel? Is it a lot of responsibility? Are you seeing a different side to football? Or is it uh, the passion that's overriding everything and wanting a good, successful <coughs> club in Delhi? It's like, you know, having two aspects, right? Uh, two aspects, handling two aspects in one game. So, before the kickoff, I'm running around and making the final paperwork done, getting the final paperwork done before the match, the team sheets and all. And the uh, page is running off on, you know, every official thing that has to be done and uh, provided to Delhi football and uh, to get the team on the pitch. And every formality is filled out by us guys. We and uh, we have a uh, guy, Rahul Rawat, in the ultras who was giving his boards at this time when Arkansas was playing their matches he uh, was coming our matches started at 3 p.m. and uh, his exams ended at 1 he straight from that exam wow. center came off um, came to the stadium and he was also running around doing final touches of the club and the fans and setting the banners See, best thing was we were in the stands, we were on the pitch, and we were on the bench officiating. So that was that is something that we dreamt of, and yes, it is a dream of so many people, and we are so uh, thankful that we got this opportunity, and we did uh, better than these clubs that were used to this. We were new to this, and people, uh, like the base said, people didn't have peop- uh, their players registered. So one match on the got match called day. off. On the match day, one match got called off because they haven't. Uh, the club National United hadn't registered their players, so that match was uh, postponed. <laughs> so that was the kind of thing that we guys, 17, 18. 22, 24 years old are doing a much, much better job than these guys who are in daily football for at least <laughs> 20 to 30 years. That, that, yeah. Also, that also our head me. coach is a licensed coach. Our head coach is a licensed coach. I just got Many one coaches in very small, are not licensed. Very, very, and this might be because I couldn't find it, uh, but very small criticism. How do you become a supporter? on your website I couldn't find it in terms of you know showing support to the club I know uh, you can volunteer website. but um, there's no way of um, spreading the love for Delhi United sorry you know there's sorry, uh, have you got a supporters you? group or some uh, if somebody wants to support this club uh, through your website um, how they can do that um, so the website is not up yet all right. If you click on the Delhi United website, it just targets you to another club's website. Uh, the thing is that we got the club on we got the club officially on sixth of February. Mm-hmm. All right. The talks took around ten days for some reason because Shaji was busy, obviously. 
so that we got the club on 6th of february and the deadline for registration was 10th of february right so um, we couldn't get the uh, domain up and everything we uh, uh, we had so many plans but the things are stalled that's a story for uh, you'll get another podcast from that but that's a huge story and you'll be very very shocked about what we've been through again but that's the yeah, thing we don't clear. stop Yeah, we'll never stop. Yeah, let's leave that for another podcast because I really <laughs> want to hear that because I'm so fascinated and well, it sounds patronizing but impressed with what you guys have done since the Dynamo's um Delhi Dynamo's club left for Rishastri. How you guys organized yourselves, had this opportunity, grabbed it with both hands in such a short um so just one one final thing if you still talk to rohan sharma can you please tell him to create a new wikipedia page for odisha fc and please give us the delhi dynamo's page back because that really hurts you know you just took away everything and now you are trying to kill the club we can't even find highlights of the matches on hotstar right now Yeah, many matches i'm sure wikipedia is yeah. not he doesn't control wikipedia <laughs> i think you just have to put a request uh, in he he has editors over there right so oh, right, they okay. just changed everything from try searching delhi dynamos on google right now if you are, uh, if you can try searching delhi uh, dynamos right uh, now and it will show odisha fc um, so <laughs> that's what we don't want to have that club crest Even though you took away the club, even if even though you took the club away, please don't try to kill its, you know, presence Soul. or whatever. So yeah, you cannot. Yeah. Well, make people forget about that. See, know? the thing is, we're managing a football club right now. But the thing is, uh, when we started off in Delhi football, it was only because of Delhi Dynamo, and Delhi Dynamos means a lot, lot more. Than anything, any club, even Manchester. At one point, it meant a lot more to me than Manchester United. Wow! So uh, that was something like uh, I can't describe that feeling. So uh, you know, you know, I begged for a club scarf uh, for from the management because I had this trip coming to you know five East Asian nations. I went to Japan, China, etc. last year. So I begged for a club scarf from them. Got it after around a week. Everyone laughed because you know I had to go to their office in Okla. Two times I guess, two to three times I went there, and then I got the scarf. All right, because it was not and available <laughs> on the website. Yeah. <laughs> so I got it after that, and in every picture of that trip, that was a 16-day trip. All right, in every picture of that uh, trip, every country. I had that scarf in my hand. When they announced the move, I was in Japan. You know, so they just destroyed the entire trip, as well as they <laughs> took away the team, and that just killed everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, things are you know what you guys are doing at the moment with um, Delhi United FC. You know, you're bringing football back in a big way. I think what you Describe just what your plans are, what you want to do in the community. Um, that all started with the Dynamos, and you guys have been brought together by the Dynamos, and you're progressing to the next yeah. stage. Um, but the fact is that you are actually progressing to the next stage. I think that's the story. Um, yeah, and that is that's the that's the point. 
Yeah, we um, never stop. It's it's incredible that that club brought you together, but it's made you into something stronger. Something like you said at the start, when you go through tough times, it brings you together, and you find out who your real friends are and what have you. And by the sound of it, you guys have got an incredible unity and passion and goal uh, between yourselves uh, of getting football in Delhi back to where it should be. And you know, time. I mean. We've been speaking now for over an hour. It doesn't feel like an hour. It feels like half an hour, 20 minutes. You know, for me personally, for you, it probably feels like you've been talking to me for a whole day. So, um, but it's been, and I really appreciate you taking time out and speaking to me. And I really so, do want to hear your story again about New Club. But sorry, go on. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry for, you know, getting there back to you. And it took while because at the time you approached us we had nothing nothing literally nothing to talk about we were very honest so now when we achieved something i think this platform deserves uh, deserved little more respect than if we uh, if we came at that time it wouldn't have been something like this and it would have been just ranting about how Rohan Sarvan destroyed Delhi football. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is right now. No uh, one the same thing, but with the aspect of Delhi United in it, I think, yeah, like you said, uh, it sounds like a progression, and it is a progression. We didn't stop. We didn't let any of this get the better of us, and we, you know, fought our way into that, uh, and we came out on top at the end. Yeah, so you did. You did. And, um, yeah, so go on. Sorry, thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, giving us this opportunity to talk to you about all this. We are lucky enough to be here and talking to you about this, and so have having someone like you to, you know, who is uh, really interested in covering about the Indian football. It means a lot to us because people, we need people like you. We need more, more people like you. No, you're too uh, kind. You're, you're too kind. Um, no, 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 no. To be very, uh, the, to say the very least, what you are doing right now uh, is something that we always uh, need in India, at least. And there are uh, the people are not uh, hearing stories about Indian football. Like we told you about Delhi football in the beginning, uh, the history of Delhi football. Not many people know about it. Not uh, many people know about it. An average Indian fan has what ten uh, percent chances of knowing that. Yeah, and I'm going to talk to you so, fair about that as well <laughs> for yeah, copyright so, reasons. <laughs> no, you're, you're you're really kind in um, you know with your words and so it, it means a lot yeah. to me for you for you guys to say that. And but the thing is that uh, what I do is very very small. It's what you guys. And the people I talk to that are doing on the front line, on the grassroots, in there, uh, you know, you guys are the ones that need to be highlighted in terms of what you're doing. And I don't want to be this to become bad. Really, really respect what you guys are doing. And I really enjoy speaking to both of you, Deepesh Manu. Um, I am going to be pestering you to come back on and do another yeah, podcast. Sure, um, it's, <laughs> it's been sure. incredible speaking to you, but uh, I can't thank you enough for spending so much time um, on this podcast. Um, but uh, I've really uh, enjoyed uh, it. 
me to man and it's wonderful talking to you wonderful it's been wonderful it was amazing thanks yeah, a lot we'll, we'll, be, we'll be back we'll be back whenever you want thank you guys sure. thank you